3: Good evening, welcome to Leicester Fan TV. The season is well and truly over now. We're into that bit of the world where there is no football for Leicester for a few weeks. But we wanted to gather some of the Leicester Fan TV content uh, t- crew together to have a chat with you. And most importantly, we wanted your views. We wanted to reflect on this season, arguably one of Leicester's best ever seasons. But for some of us, myself included, there's just a tinge or two of what ifs and what maybe. So please get your views in, get your comments in, and join us in tonight's special end of season. Fun Zone Show. Yes, indeed. This is Leicester Fan TV. We're all for the fans. Um, we want to know exactly what you think about this season as a whole, when you can reflect on it. We've had 24 hours since. We had that massive chance to, you know, winner takes all match against Man United. We didn't take that chance. But the glass half full brigade will be telling us that we have made Europa League, which if you were offered that at the start of the season and said you're going to finish fifth and get Europa League, most of us, myself included, would have took it. The trouble is... We've all tasted the chance of Europe in the Euro in the Champions League all season, and we want your views on that. We want to know how you feel about Leicester City. Are we going to take this average form into next season, or are we going to kickstart it again? What players do we need to go and buy? Do we need a good summer transfer window? We want all your views in there. Um, Bailey says disappointed but still very happy um Sean good evening to you get your views in uh Chris foreign from Leicester till I die hopefully join us at eight o'clock says Lynn I had four and four was too many he's talking to chappers there um LCFC Gray watching on YouTube don't forget we are live on YouTube Facebook Periscope and Twitter uh, LCFC Gray says we lack so much quality in the final third and ultimately it has cost us which is hard to say in some ways LCFC Grey, when Jamie Vardy has scored 23 goals and it is the golden boot of the Premier League. Uh, Mirko watching out in Holland. Mirko, perhaps we're coming out. We play- We could be playing PSV Eindhoven. I've been looking at all the teams today that are in the Europa League. There's some teams we know. AC Milan, AS Roma, uh, Nice, um, and there's some teams I have never heard of. And I thought my football knowledge was quite good. There's some countries I've never heard of, let alone cities. So keep getting your comments in there. Um, Mirko said he's proud of the team. We missed four key players in the last game, which perhaps, Mirko, do you feel that shows the lack of depth? Matthew Bond says, upside down season. If it had happened the other way round, the best form at the end of the season, I'd have been delighted. I agree. If we'd been in the bottom half of the table at Christmas, uh, and then we came on to finish fifth. We'd have loved it. But it wasn't that way round, was it, Matty? Uh, Chappers says, I'd say the injuries have cost us two. Uh, Jason says, if you said we'd finish fifth at the start of the season, we'd take it. But can't hide the fact we messed it up for top four. We never got players in January. That is, again, one of the big topics. January transfer window. I'm going to add in some of the content, guys. You know them so well now from this season. That's Jamie from the Fox's arms. Good evening, Jamie. David O. Evening, how are we good? Good, 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 yes. Thanks, Jamie. I'm gonna add in as well, Tom, who helps run the foxes tail shows. And evening, is all done there, Tom, I'm introducing you guys as though people haven't got the foggiest who anybody is, but everybody knows who you two who? are. And who? And let's No one might Josh. know me soon. Well, right, yeah. Josh as well, <laughs> who does the shows on Thursday nights with locks. Oh, you right. <sighs> Good evening. We'll try and get as many fans' comments in as we can as possible. Um, Mark Gatwood is saying we miss five players. I don't know whether you want to start at the end of the season, lads, or if you want to start at the beginning of the season. I'm going to start with Tom, who's regularly on. Good or, good season, bad season, happy? I
4: think if you describe it as a game of football, you know, I think quite a bit the second season was. We had one good half and then one poor half. And I think that's probably what cost us towards the end. Uh, I think Brendan's going right. We weren't consistent enough in the, the final part of the season. when we answer why? I don't know. Because the first half, you know, the eight-game winning streak, the best we'd done in the record, winning eight Premier League games in a row was fantastic. And then we came unstuck at Home to Norwich and it all fell apart from that game onwards. But for me... I'll tell you said yesterday, Phil, that very laid back before the game. I was because I knew whatever happens, we were in Europe. Whatever happens, we were in a European competition. And start of the season, I know they said it, well, that's what we went for. Well, we've got it. Uh, and I also look like to think, do you know what? How would we have done next year in the Champions League if we'd got there? And with the squad of players we've got, mm. I don't think we would have done as well as we did the first time round. Because I don't if we continued to form into that league, it would have been difficult. Uh, his record's been broken again by the club. Jamie Vardy, oldest Golden Boot winner. Congratulations to him. Fully deserved it. And now that, that's another monkey off his back. He ain't got to worry about another Golden Boot unless he really wants to go and win a second. Uh, he's got his 100 goals in the Premier League. Another one off his back going into the new season. And it's time to regroup, I think. That's the biggest message, Brendan, go out to everyone. It's regroup. There is disappointment. Don't get me wrong. I think if you're 14 points clear at any point in the season... You shouldn't really be able to claw that back for me and miss out on the Champions League, but on the other hand, we're we're fifth and behind three very very big teams in the league. You know, Liverpool, Chelsea, um, oh, sorry, Liverpool, Chelsea, Man United, and you know, Man City, four big teams, but finished behind with bigger budgets than we'll ever ever have in our time, of, you know, getting there.
3: Jamie, you live in Europe. Um, <laughs> we don't want to talk too much about Alcudia. No, not really. Not at the times, obviously, we wish we wish you, the, wish you the best out there, mate.
1: But well, let's talk about football. It's. I hey, oh, Phil's gone. Let's talk about football. Come on here, Phil. Oh, I've got you, now. got you now.
3: Jamie. Would you you'd have took fifth place at the start of the season and been chuffed to bits with that? But why why are some of us, myself included, yeah. feeling a bit down today?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm on you at the same way, Phil. I'm feeling a bit disappointed. More to do with the football than anything else. Look, we're in Europe. We were going to be in Europe before yesterday's game anyway. Uh, we're the top club in the Midlands, which is a bit of bragging rights for the Midlands. But I think we've let a standard slip quite drastically. And have we let, have we let the owners down with their ambitions by not qualifying in the Champions League? I saw a comment earlier, we'd have, been, uh, we'd have got stuffed in the Champions League. Would we? We well, were meant to be in the whipping boys last time in the Champions League. Uh, and also, just point on what Tom was saying, in Brendan Rodgers' first 26 games, we got 55 points. And then we got to the Norwich game. And then since then, we've only got 27 points in 23 games. That's a drop. Before, it was 2.1 points per game. Now, it's only 1.1 per game. That's, that's a huge difference. And the performances fell down. God knows why, but it's just disappointing that we were so good. As, as good as we were the first half, was as bad as what we were in the, second, in the second half of the season. I don't know why, and also, as well, being the Champions League, it would have been Morgan and Evans and Kasper and Vardy, Albright. It would have been their last chance for one last hurrah in the Champions League. And they've, they've, I think they've let themselves down. The performance has slipped. I really do. So, yeah. yeah disappointed. Like, Tom, relax because we're already in, your, in the Europa League, but disappointed because they didn't push on. They had points in that playoff, in the playoff, in the restart. We had chances to get the points, to do it. It's just Josh, disappointing.
3: Mark Mark Gatwood says here, and I think this is this is what this is what I've been reflecting on today. Is partly the because cha- the Champions League was there in our grasp, Josh. It really was. It was ours to lose, and we did lose it. And again, I want us to be positive tonight, but Mark Gatwood says here, Champions League, so much revenue gone, which the, there will be. It is a massive financial difference. Better choice of players gone. And what happens if this form carries
5: on, Josh? What what are your what's your take on What's happened? Yeah, um, I completely agree with what Tom and Jamie both said. It's a really it's a really season of two halves. I really don't understand how it's gone from so good to so bad. And just like the comment mentioned there, not getting Champions League is just going to have a massive impact financially as well for me. And and the players we can attract as well. I just can't really work out how we slipped away. Yeah, at the start of the season, I would have been chuffed to bits finishing fifth in the Premier League. But we have to look, we have to move on. We have to... We we were third of it for some points of the season in like October, eight games wins in a row or something, and now we've got nine points since football's returned. I think so. It's just crazy just to just see how we've gone from there to there. I don't understand it. You see, I think guys,
3: and I'll come back to Tom on this. I think we've got a nice balance between the four of us here because we've got different different eras of watching football, and and it's great to have Josh on because he comes from the era where the 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 expectation as a Leicester City fan is higher. Tom, and that's that's fair, that is more than fair enough. Just because myself and Jamie are the same era from the seventies and eighties, and I know you're a little bit after that, Tom. Oh, well, Jamie's not <laughs> that old, is he? I'm not that old. <laughs> from, from the Cheers, you are from the seventies <laughs> and eighties.
1: Yeah, England, me and Phil are old school. Me and me, me and Phil are old school, Tom. Compared to you two, young whippersnappers.
3: I, <laughs> Tom, I find it easy being having watched forty something years of it to say fifth in the Premier League. This is amazing. But I, I get it from people like Josh and my, I've got two teenage lads who are the same who are like, we have we have screwed this season up by not getting that. We have this massive chance to take Champions League and uh, we didn't do it. So I'm not saying it's an age thing. I think it's a mentality thing, isn't it? And if we want to be top five, Tom.
4: Look, I'm with you. Look, I grew up watching, you know, Brian Little, McGee, O'Neill, then going through a very, very hard period as you boys were. Well, you know. Craig Levine, uh, in Holloway <laughs> relegation. The club Peter going, Taylor, yeah, yeah. Club going into administration, and I was oh, that season we went into administration. It hurt, you know, my football club. I would didn't know I'd ever be able to see again. At one point, thinking we actually might go bust. So the the newer generation have you know, only seen the success and probably have got a higher expectation than mm-hmm. the likes of me. You. Jamie, It does, you know, you're a bit more appreciative to where we are now, to where we you, we was back in the day of a, a yo-yo team uh, after O'Neill lef- left us and Taylor was in charge and then promotion relegation. It does probably put a bit more of a perspective that you appreciate, look, we're fifth, <laughs> little old Leicester. And, uh, some people hate that saying. I like that saying, little old Leicester, because we are the underdogs. We are the team who fights to get anywhere. Leicester, for me... If you're a player and you, got, you get the opportunity to be going Leicester or Chelsea, you, Leicester never in the ball bag at any time for that. You know They're never going to have that appeal to some players to come to us. So we have to try and go around it different ways. And one way is getting European football. Now, a few of the comments saying, oh, we won't get the players we could have got. Beyond you, that's life. But there is still enough quality players that are willing to come who might not play Champions League football every week or get into their squads and think, well, I could go Leicester and play UEFA Cup and get my name back into that European market by playing for them week in, week out. There's still plays we can go out and get in this summer and strengthen the team. For me, the season overall, I think it showed our weaknesses towards the end. People put on there yesterday, we didn't test Man United. I think yesterday, if you look at the chances we had, we didn't take them. You know, the yeah. Na- Nacho threw on goal. He needs to slide Vardy in or he slides to the way. He then kick, miss kicks it on his right foot, one nil for me. That that should be a goal for me there. Wes Morgan centre-half, centre it's not <laughs> the play you want in the box, but he's trying a, a half volley in the air and completely misses it. You know, it was the little things yesterday that we just, you know, didn't get right for me. I don't think we were outplayed. I don't really think we, you know, had a bad game yesterday. I just think it was another one of those games, what we've said too much in the back half of the season. We haven't taken our chances and other teams have punished us and we then sadly just couldn't get back into the games. Uh, where do we go from here? Well, you push on again. You've got to strengthen and you've got to rebuild. And I think, if you're honest here, yeah, James Madison hasn't had the best of season this year. Uh, even at the point he got injured, I don't think we've seen the form that we saw last year from him. Uh, it, someone was saying earlier, hadn't created a goal for Vardy since November. Well, that says it all. If you created players not creating it for your goal scorer, you're going to struggle. Biggest thing for me, go and get a striker. Go and get a striker. Vardy's now on his you know, last couple of seasons at the football club for me. And you've got to now be looking at plan B. And people say, well, where's this all coming from? Well, I've listened to the radio. Most radio stations said it. We've built teams around Vardy, Casper. Wes Morgan. We've got to start moving on now from that title winning season if you want to be pushing for Champions League and getting better players in and replacing the ones we've got.
3: Jamie... Um... Uh, I'm being a bit uh, cat amongst the pigeons here. Are we bottlers? Did we bottle this season? Did we bottle the League Cup semi-final against a rubbish Villa side? Did we bottle the FA Cup at home against Chelsea when we had the chances? Did we bottle the Champions League? I'm asking that as
1: a question. I don't think... I'm not sure it was... I'm not sure it was like Spurs when they bottled it completely. Um, I think it was a bit more complacency, to be honest. I think they thought they'd got it in the bag, especially that semi-final against Villa. But they just thought, I think they just thought they'd got it. And then I think he just set in and the rot set in from there. And I, I, I don't think we buckled it. I think we just thought oh, we've got it anyway. I thought the players just were too complacent. They took every game too lightly. Instead of the old-fashioned, you take one game at a time. It sounds boring. It sounds boring. You take one game at a time and you build and you get consistency. But we just were a bit too complacent, to be honest. That's what. That's all. I don't think we buckled it. I just think we didn't do the right things, the the basic things right. And I think that's what causes the problems. Because we made well, Manu I mean, look good yesterday.
3: Yes, they didn't have a great game, did they, Manu yesterday? And we did. Um, and I want. I'm going to go to people's comments a minute I'm, uh, and get some of theirs in there. Josh, question to you. Um, January, January transfer window, just an example. We, we all know Man United went out and splashed £60 million on mm. Fernandes, what's-his-facey, who played average yesterday but still scored the penalty. We went out and loaned in Ryan Bennett. And I'm going to say that probably... I don't think it's even hindsight because I think at the time we were all saying that's not going to help you push on to Champions League, is it? Josh, what's your feeling on the January transfer window?
5: Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, it's just Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, oh, for no. me, oh. obviously Brian Bennett. Um we really need to get to get out there and sign some more experienced players. But um
6: <laughs> <That's> a... not <laughs> laughing at you,
5: George, that comment. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, <laughs> honestly I think in, in the position we had in the Champions League at the time in, in January, if we could I think we would have attracted some players if you went out there and to only bring in Bennett on loan. Who, to be perfectly honest, to Bennett, he, obviously he's, he's quite old. He's getting to the latter ages of his career. It, and it's another transfer window which I think we've done really poor in. Same thing after, after we won the league, in my opinion. Obviously, we won the league, we got the money, and that, that transfer window was poor again. Um, so, overall, I think the January transfer window was a big moment in the season. But overall, I just Brian Bennett, the only signing, I just don't really understand it. Thanks. <laughs>
1: It's Phil. <laughs> you like that? Someone just type that Yeah, one I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure Josh. You. Know. Do you know who Gordon Bennett is, Josh?
5: no oh, I get it now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, There's a lot of comments coming up about Brendan Rogers saying he's a nearly right, man and stuff. Oh, are people it's losing it's faith it. with him or? Yeah,
3: I mean Ben Ben Morgan's up there and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, read out a few comments. Ben Ben is quite contentious with his, he, he does like to stir a hornet's nest, but he is entitled to his opinion. He is a Leicester fan. He says he got slaughtered yesterday for saying, but is Brendan a nearly man? Um, I guess I'm just going to ask that to the guys. I'm going to add in Locks as well from this, who's joined us. Um, let's start with you, Locks, hey. if you can hear us. Um, Better, <laughs> Better late than never, pal.
1: Better late than never. I've been waiting.
4: (laughs) He he was doing his hair
1: (laughs) by the looks of it. At least he's Um, got somewhere, someone like us (laughs) two.
3: Locks is is Brendan Rogers a nearly man? Ben Ben Morgan is saying he got slaughtered for it yesterday. I I personally, I think it's hard to lay into Brendan Rogers after he's delivered fifth for us. But what's your views? A, A lot of chat about him.
7: Like you said, obviously everyone's got their they're entitled to their opinion. Uh, obviously, like you said, I agree with Ben uh, likes to stir stuff up every now and then. And but but once again, you've you've got you know you're entitled to it. And you know earlier on in the season there were quite a few Liverpool fans warning us actually, uh, saying you know because I think Brendan Rodgers actually came out at one interview and says that his teams are better in the second half of the season. Um, and I think a, a few Liverpool fans kind of just tried to tell us that's that not really the case, but. Yeah, look. There's, there's always going to be fans who. Um, there's always going to be an in brigade and an out brigade. Um, and I think I'm. You know, I'm still in. Um, but yeah. But I've got to be careful what I say. But yeah. I
3: was thinking something else, but that shows you. Yeah. No, yeah. I, it, <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah Lots. You get back in there and tell us more. <laughs> Are
7: you sure? Uh, no, pretty much. I think. Um, Obviously, I'm still with Brendan. I think we should be for now. Give him give him this transfer window um, to strengthen the squad, see what he can do. I think if we make a poor start to next season, hopefully we don't. But if we did, I think then um, he, his job actually might then be on the line. Um, but I have faith that we're going to strengthen the squad and uh, the squad depth and we can go again and, and push for top four next year.
3: Tom, you're nodding with that. Do you
4: you feel a bad start could see pressure? I I I could could see the pressure build on him, but again, like I say, you can't do anything to first ten games. You know, we saw that this season: two two draws and then we finally got the win under the belt. Uh, First couple of games, probably it it was the start of the season. How we finished the season? You know, the Wolves game at home, we were lucky to win that game. For me, they had a goal disallowed wrongly, VAR's first game and all that. Never an ball should have won that game. We then went to Chelsea. First half gave them a goal. Second half, we were by far the better team and battered them. We should have won that game. Uh, then we get the win against Sheffield United. You, you, I said at the beginning of the season, I do. You've got to give a manager 10 games because that's how your teams are settling into the season. After 10 games, you know where you're roughly going to be going. you either may be fighting relegation after 10 games, and you know that's for a fact we've seen it, or you're mid-table, you're pushing up that league, or you could be pushing for the Champions like we were. After 10 games, we had that great running, you know, winning uh, run. What pushed us up? Uh, Brendan, for me, great first season. Uh, as much as it, it hurts, it is hurt. Of course it does. We we were so close again to get Champions League, you know. If you look at the points we dropped to Watford, two points there. The the Bournemouth game, we should have won that game comfortably. There was no contestant for me at half time. There's the five points. That's the Champions League football guaranteed. It doesn't come down to the last game. Uh there is times I question his substitution. I questioned it yesterday. Nacho was causing them problems. Why did he take, take Nacho off? Nacho was brilliant. I agree. There's times I do question his substitutions. I then understand he's trying to freshen it up. But I'm sorry, when you're in a game like that and it's nil-nil and he's causing the most problems, even if he wasn't to have the best of game at striking the ball yesterday, he, he fluffed a flute for you. Yeah. Uh, at least you felt that he was creating chances for Vardy or Barnes when he came on. He looked like we were going to do something with him on the pitch. Uh for me, yeah, you, you you just got to get behind him now. We can't keep chopping and changing managers, you know, and hoping that oh we'll get we'll get into momentum again like we did. We got rid of Craig, v, uh, sorry, Craig Shakespeare. We got pure. We got a reaction. We finished ninth. We then have a poor start. We sacked fuel. We bring in Rodgers. We had a good end, a good first half of the season. Not so great second half. Can't keep stacking managers if you want to build. Or we'll end up being like a Watford at the end of the day. And I don't mean that in a bad way. You keep changing managers you keep changing the squad, you keep changing how you want to play. I know Brendan Rogers doesn't have a plan B, but also at the moment, until Rogers can go and find that striker he wants to fit with Vardy and take Vardy's place, he's always going to struggle at the moment. As much as I love Nacho, is he the full-on replacement in a game? Not for me at the moment.
3: Yeah, I, Josh, I'm going to That's... ask you this question now. Go on, Jamie, what were you going
1: to say? I was going to say that Chris Gutteridge con- uh, comment there about the depth in yeah. squad. People are moaning about... It's true. I don't think we've got the depth in squad like some of the bigger squads have. It's like the Man U, the Chelsea, the Liverpool. Since these uh, nine substitutes, you are have to have nine substitutes and five. Come on. That's made a huge difference to the, to the big clubs more than us, I think. We haven't got... It showed, it showed yesterday. I know we had six out. It showed... Yet, uh, five out, sorry. We had, didn't have the strength in depth at all. That's where Ch- other big clubs have the strength in depth.
3: I mean, Josh, the reverse of this is we're going to have to have a bit of a summer clear out. I've lost track of players who Leicester City owned but aren't in the squad, Josh. And obviously, I'm talking about people, Slimani and Silva, Gazelle. Anybody else shout out any players? Benkovic that we dear, own? Dear, bat- dear
1: batter is he still with us?
4: <laughs> no one knows. Yeah, Dave Bate is still with us. James is still with us. You know, he well, James was on throws. the bench
1: yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs>
4: I just think you've got to look at James and think, is he going to play enough games to justify and paying that kind of money? 45 grand a week, I think he's on it. We're paying a player that kind of money. You know, you've got to be justifying him being in the squad. And that's 45 grand we could be putting into someone else's wages. Even if that player's on 80,000, you've found half his wages. That's where the club have got to be more clever. And I think top will be looking at it and going, right, where we got to go to get rid of some of these players to bring in more players. And it isn't as easy as going to be. But it also, I mean, you might lose one of the talented stars. And for me, if someone said, that's Chilwell. That's Chilwell goes. I don't think we're in a position where we can financially just go out and buy four or five players at 40, 50, 60 million and carry on the way we are. We're not. You've got to sell to buy. We aren't a club who's got the money and resources to buy those type of players like Man United, Chelsea, and Arsenal and not even got to worry about where the money's coming from because
3: they've got the money. Ian Miles <laughs> is asking is Kaputska still with us? I actually don't know if we still own put school. Yeah. Yes, we, we do. do.
1: We do. Yeah. We do. But he's not in the twenty-five man squad, is he? I don't. Th- I think he's on loan, isn't he? No, he's still at the club. So he came he back with training. an injury. That came back. Yeah, yeah. He was back uh, training, but he isn't in the squad. Mm.
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, Josh, I was coming to you there. Transfers. Transfer this summer. Transfers is going to be very. I mean, everybody's going to say it's important, but. I think there's quite a lot of players who need to be moved on and we might struggle with that, Josh.
5: Yeah, it's it's huge in both aspects, in my opinion. The, the, the amount of dead wood we'll we have in the squad, to be honest, we need to clear that out. And because we're in the Europa League, especially Thursday and Sunday, we need to really invest in some experienced European players who can maybe play in the Europa League. Then we need to have the squad depth to have players in the Premier League. Because if, if you don't get the squad depth, they're going to really struggle in the Premier League if you t- take the Europa League really seriously. We saw it we saw with Burnley the other year when they got in the Europa League. They, they only just stayed up in the Premier League. So this, this transfer window is massive. Like I said, we need to offload a load of the Deadwood players. We have to move on as a club now. People like Matty James in there, we just simply have to get rid of them. No disrespect, he's been a brilliant player. But we have to move on. We need to get the money and seriously invest in some more experienced players if you want to compete next season. Because if you don't, I really think we'll struggle in the Premier League. Tom, look, you look like you were going to say something.
4: I'll just read that one there. Someone's just put Ings, uh, Antonio Antonio. Uh, where's he going? Would be Antonio. Great wouldn't
1: he be a good player? You mm. know, the, from West
4: Ham. I've seen a lot of chat over the last few days about and a lot of forums, and it does bug me when everyone goes, "Who do we go and get from the relegation teams? What, why should we go and pick from relegation? funder? They've gone down for a reason. We got lucky. We, we the, got a Maguire at the time. We got a very good buy Maguire when he got relegated. But that doesn't always work out every single time. I mean, everyone keeps going about Sire Watford. He's had one good game against Liverpool, and he's still a well-beater. the Liverpool games, that's 10 games, he's not created one goal. That's not the kind of play we need to sign. We've got one of them. I mean, Damari Gray doesn't do enough for play. So what's the point of going to sign a player like that? We're we, going we to go and sign wingers. Tony is a, a proven winger that he can do. A uh, player a second striker and a winger. Uh there's better players. I mean, if you're going to be honest, there's only one player at the moment who I'd go out in, a, in the premier, uh, relegation battle who's gone down, who I think is talented young player, Brooks. He's the only one at me out of that, Brooks at Bournemouth, who I think has got such potential, more than I've seen from Barnes, As much as Barnes been good. The talent, that young lad who's played 25 caps now, is it something for Wales as well? That tells you what kind of player he is at that young age of 19 playing for Wales most weeks. They're the kind of players you were going out and get if you want to push on.
3: I'm going to I'm gonna come to Chris. Welcome, Chris, from uh, Leicester till I die. Uh, Chris, first of all, um, I've, got, I've got a question for you straight in from the Blue Van Man who's watching over on YouTube. Thanks for watching, Dave. He says, um, we have money. Our owners are the fourth richest in the Premier League. If Man City can beat the fair play rules, <laughs> why can't we? Um, Chris, Leicester City, uh, we have got... Oh. oh, it's me. No. That's me pressing oh. the wrong
6: oh. buttons. We have we... If Can you don't I want off
3: as
1: well,
6: if you don't I want to know. speak to me, mate, just say why invite me and then don't speak to me. You
4: know? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to laugh. I've just been told got... to get in the bin, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, sorry, can't please everyone on this channel. But hey, we all have opinions.
3: <laughs> Chris, we, we Leicester City have got money. But we are, I think, a little bit underspending over the last year or two. If you look at the league table of spending, um, I know we've had net money coming in with obviously Marez and Harry Maguire, Chris. But we haven't exactly splashed the cash in a net basis. If that makes sense to you, Chris? Do you think? Do you think now's the time?
6: I, I don't know if we if you need to splash the cash. You've got to be so careful. I mean post ranieri i mean how many players that he went out on board have we still got in the team you know how many of them have really really done well or or kept uh... you, you do get into a point if you're not careful where you go out and you buy for the sake of buying and i think long gone are the days when we had sort of shaky and walsh and what have you that could <laughs> we used to get some gems didn't we and, and I think just splashing the cash for the sake of it, 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 it is wrong. And it annoys me when I see, you know, the, these fans sort of going like, oh, we're looking at this player from, I don't know, like, like Tom's just said, you know, a relegated club. But, you know, you're looking at sort of players from championship teams or League One teams and they're saying we should be doing better than that. Not necessarily, you know. Don't go out and spend however many million on Slomani and then you know he's, he's a flop. How many on Musa, and he he was he was never played. It's about getting the right players in, not just splashing the cash. do, yeah, do you no, think? Okay, agree. Gone, James. I was going to say about money wise
1: and how much we've got to spend because the King Power are like duty free. And with what the coronavirus and stuff like that, do you think that they're not going to have the same amount of money as what they've had over the last few years with what's going on with the travel industry? I do you think that might affect us at all. I must
3: have, I, yeah. I did see one comment over the weekend about that. I'll come to you, Tom. One yeah. comment by one person. And I thought it was very astute of them to notice that, Tom, that it actually it could it could be having a big, big effect on them. Uh, two things you've got
4: to look at. There's a proven point here. Let
3: me just pop it up, Phil. So
4: £100 million pound training ground. That's got to be paid for somehow. And I know we've got a loan against it, but loans have to be replayed. And at the moment, we're not filling the KP. So obviously there's no money coming from fans going into the ground. They've had to pay fans back who's asked for refunds. So there's a loss on the football club already. This transfer window for me, is, it's not just Leicester. There's going to be a lot of clubs who aren't going to have the money to spend on big players this summer because of things we're doing. Talking about a new, st- you know, a new st- stand on the stadium and you know extension, that's the money's got to come from somewhere. And he's not saying we get loans, but these loans have to be repaid at some point. So the club are going to be always be sensible while trying to progress that we don't end up getting in a mess like Portsmouth and uh, you know massive debts against the club. I think last year we didn't make any a, a profit of the football club really. So there is money there for transfers. I believe there will be, but I think it won't be the kind of money we spent last year, like forty million on Tillemans. I think you might get plays for 25, 30 million, but you're only going to get one or two of them unless you, you really sell one of your prize assets to bring some more in for me. He's got to go and look and find some gems. And we've done it in the past. You know, we've found Maras, we've found Knockhart, you know, we found Jamie Vardy, million pounds. Who would have thought he'd gone and done what he's done in his career at Leicester. So they are out there, but the club's got to be sensible as well as in going gun ho And this, probably where it comes in, you said earlier, Phil, the age gap between some of the younger generation the older generation is the expectation levels are uh, completely different where we understand that a little bit more where the club has got to go for.
3: Chris, do you want to pick up on that?
6: Yeah, I was just um, going on that as well. Is Do you go out and spend 40 million or whatever on Slimani and does he really want to pay for the club? Or do you pay a hell of a lot less, get somebody like James Justin in, who's a young English player that's got the hunger and he's going to fit into our club, you know, a lot a lot better. I think, like Tom's just said, it's not a case of you know what you buy or, or who you buy, it's where you buy them from and getting them for the right price. Yeah, absolutely. I've also, I'll, um I I'll, go on, Jamie. I was gonna say,
1: you're saying about the money, I'll just mention that about King Power not having the money. Um Ben Chilwell, what do you think to mm. that? Do you think Thomas? Because I think Thomas has been outstanding in the three game Over the three games he's played, I think he's been in Man of match twice. We had a cracking game yesterday. Do you think we could sell Chilwell and then put Thomas there and make the money? Or do we still need to have Chilwell there?
6: If we're in the Europa League next year, we want a squad and we want our best players. And yeah, Thomas is great. But if we get rid of Chilwell and put Thomas in... Do we put in if Thomas gets injured or is out the time? Well, I guess, I guess you would. And, and you know, if we're playing think... Thursdays and Sundays, we, we've got to have these that we can.
1: Yeah. But then
6: if we I get my... 50, 60 million for Chilwell, we've got
1: 50, go 60 on. million. It. But where, where will that go, though? That's the thing. Will it go on loans or will it go on players?
3: I think, I think one of my, thing, one of my mm. understandings is if you want to play... If you want to play twice a week in Europe and in the Premier League and be fairly competitive in them both, which is what Leicester want to be, if if we would have a real stab in the Europa League, you would I think fans a bit like Wolves would probably accept a slightly dip in the Premier League if you got down to the last sixteen or something of the Europa League. But you need two. My understanding is you need two quality players for every position to be really trying to compete at that level. Uh, I'm going to ask Locks and then Josh. Have we just unearthed a couple of young gems right at the end of the season in Luke Thomas and um, Hurst as well? Luke Locks, let's start with you.
7: Yeah, I just want to quickly go back obviously to the Chilwell and and Thomas thing. I think we don't need to sell well yeah we don't need to sell chilwell but i do see them uh, maybe going for the same kind of tactic they did with maguire last summer i think we'll probably you know slap a, a hefty price tag on him and if they go out and meet that then i think we'll let him go you know if we if we're asking for 60 million 70 million whatever it's going to be for chilwell and chelsea got and pay that i think they'll they'll eat they'll just accept that and they'll be happy with that they'll be happy with that money uh, especially in in the financial problems we've just spoke about uh, obviously with king power and, and the new training ground and all of that um do i think thomas is ready to be our starting left back in premier league and europa league next season i don't think he is we've seen three games um with him in and like like uh, you mentioned in both in two of them he was outstanding uh, obviously, in, in the Spurs game, a couple of errors, but um, so did the rest of the squad. Um, I, I think we need, if we're getting rid of Chilwell, we need we need another left back in. We've got Fuchs, who uh, we all know can come in and do a job, but he, he's getting older by the minute. Um, it, it sh- it's probably going to be his last season next year. So I, I think we definitely need to bring someone in if Chilwell goes.
3: Uh, I've just, I've got a few, I'm going to ask um, this to Josh after this. I've just popped up a few A few comments there, Josh. Do you see, and and anybody else can answer this, but Josh, have a go at this first. Do you see any surprise or shock selling from the club this summer? Not for any reason, just I think we wouldn't all be surprised if Ben Chilwell went, but a few people saying, I hope we keep a hold of Ricardo Pereira. There's rumours of Madison signing a a whopping new contract. And then somebody's just put in there even rumours of Liverpool being interested in Harvey Barnes. Josh, is there anybody you would fear or think, actually... I wouldn't want to see it. Somebody else has mentioned Perez as well in there that that could leave. Who would be what most of us classed sort of first team players?
5: Yeah, I think the one player I'm really concerned about is probably Ricardo for me. We've seen how much you missed him down the right hand side, and with us not getting Champions League, I think Ricardo for me is the main player I'm concerned about leaving. If goes, I think it is what it is. If we stick in eighty million price, then just like we've said, eighty million that's going to be massive for us because of obviously the pandemic, but. Overall, potentially, I think James Madison is going to stay. Other players, I can't really see too many people going. Maybe Wilfred Diddy, but I'm quite confident that most of the players will stay. But the only real player I can see potentially going probably is probably Ricardo, in my opinion, which I think it's just not good.
7: I was just going to say, Phil. Sorry, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say, I think I think Ricardo's injury has kept him at the club uh, for now. I don't see a club coming for now. I don't see a club. Um, buying him in, in you know this 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 window I think if we make a poor start to, to the season January who knows he could be gone um but I think we I think we've got him until at least January now just because of his injury
3: Tom a lot of people talking about endidy as well he quietly goes about being fantastic doesn't he Tom endidy um would there be fear that somebody might think hang on this is this this guy is one of Europe's best defensive midfielders and we should have him not just not
4: just in the Premier League. Um, uh, again, the, the, str- the squad in general has got to be strengthened. So you're not going to try and sell players if we don't have to. Unless silly money comes in, and we've seen it, the club will only sell players for silly money. So I'm not f- too worried unless we get silly money for these players, and then they might leave. And of course, you then have to replace them. If I'm honest, centre midfield is one area that concerns me. Not because of the lack of quality we've got in there. We haven't got a general. We haven't got a leader, someone who's actually pulled at their sleeve and grabs a game by the scuff of the net. Love and did he? Great ball winner and does a job. But sometimes you just want someone who's in there who ain't scared to chuck his foot in on someone and leave a stud mark on someone. Someone who's going to run through and smash someone in the back to win a header. And I mean, I know the gone days of Vinnie Jones and all that, but just that, <laughs> we're going into a European campaign and I think that's, we're too nice. And it's horrible thing to say about your football club, but we've got all nice players. We haven't got anyone who's a bit aggressive. You know, we had Robert Huth, Morgan at the back. Mm. You know what? No one went near them. Where's the last key, You know, four-armed uh, Diego Costa for fun. Keep These are the players, you're missing someone who is a general in that midfield some days where, especially going into two games a week for, you know, four or five weeks of the season over October, November time in the group stages, you're going to have to mix that team around more than he's done at the moment. Uh, and that will see where Brendan is tactically and be able to keep the team going. If uh, you're playing two games a week. So, Keep he by far, but, you know, I think there's games where you need someone next to him. Dennis Pratt, is, you know, probably up there, the only one for me who's not scared to get his foot stuck in. But again, probably a bit nice at times. You just, for me, go out and find someone, a veteran of Europe, even if it's silly, a 31, 32-year-old midfielder who's played in Europe for four or five years in his good days, but isn't bothered about coming to starting every week in the Premier League, but might be there when you need him in Europe, like a Cambiaso for me. Who comes in and goes, I oh, know I'm not going to play any week, but I've got that little bit of quality, a little bit of about the European stage, what we're probably going to need this year. Chris, uh, just,
1: uh, somebody's. Go on, Jamie, go on. I was just going to say quickly on that point before you go to Chris, there's no passion, there's no fight. Four years ago when we won the league, there was passion and there was fight. When we were down in the dumps, 2 0 down, we would come back, we would fight for it, there was passion. It's gone. There is nothing at all like that now at all. Where, where's the leading characters of the club? Where, where's that leader that we've got? Because Wes and Casper, as much as I like Wes, as much as I like Casper, they are not the ones that can go in the changing rooms and start throwing teacups. And, they don't, I don't think they have tea anymore at half-time. Now, <laughs> there's nothing like that. There's no leaders at anything anymore.
3: It's Jamie, I think, you're, I think you're right. And I'm get, Chris, I was going to just ask you something along those lines. is that um, we've talked all season about not having a midfield general or a leader. And the closest I've seen to passion was... In a way, bad passion at Bournemouth away and yesterday again against Man United. With the sort of when you wanted passion, Chris, it, it, both Bournemouth and against Man United, it ended up going really wrong. Even Casper at the end there yesterday. I know it really didn't matter by that stage, but it, it was just you wonder what. I mean, he's one of the most experienced players at the pitch yesterday. You think, what are you yeah. trying to do take on a defender there? and you I, I agree you need somebody, while she was there or Ali Mockland or somebody to say, oh, Jesus Ali. Christ what are we doing, lads? Chris, yeah, is, there's, are those there's things a, there's a, gone?
6: There's a, I think there is and I don't think the game allows it. I mean, I, I was actually sat watching the game yesterday with my son and he kept shouting, saying, for God's sake, this is a contact sport. You, you can't, you know, look at someone the wrong way without them falling down and doing a Tom Daly. <laughs> and I think it is these days. I don't think play, I think players are scared to. I mean, I think it also comes down to 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 the manager. Is and this is not a criticism of Brendan Rodgers by any stretch of the imagination. But you look at the days when Pearson was in charge. You know, he wasn't. You know, he wasn't scared of getting. Uh, stuck in with some of the opposition players was he, <laughs> he oh, he'd, have a, he'd have have a go himself but you know Roger seems to stand <laughs> there clap his hands and go you know that's all, all I, I, the, the passion comes from the leader, the leader, the manager. The book stops with the manager, and if he shows a bit of passion, maybe the players will. But yeah, we do need to get some players in there that have got passion. I think this is possibly the most important transfer window coming up in the club's history, because I think if we get this <laughs> one that every wrong, summer, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if we get this one wrong. I think players will stay with us because we they have got, at least they have got some form of European football. So I think they will stay with us and give us that. Um, yeah, I say My is one I think we might leave is Chilwell. But if we get this wrong and we don't move forward, or at least stay where we are, and if we're dropping back down to 11th and 12th, we may never get back to this stage again. But Chris, uh, but straight back at you, Chris, 11th or 12th or top half of the Premier
3: League next season and a really deep run into the Europa League, you'd probably take that, wouldn't
6: you? 11th and or 12th th- isn't top half, though, is it? No, Phil, no, is no, isn't. That's it's what I'm saying, up, top,
3: <laughs> so I'm saying, top half. I wouldn't take 11th or 12th, but top, top half and a really you, good run
6: you, in the Europa uh, League. You've got to accept that once you get past the... the, the so-called big six you look at the evertons and play like that yeah they they have good seasons they have bad seasons but what i'm saying is 11th to 12th next season could lead to 14th or 15th the season after 17th you know once you go on that that decline we've got to honestly so we've got to get this transfer window right josh i think this is where rogers is going to earn his money
3: yes indeed josh uh you're looking forward to Europa League trips, so next season. Have you heard of some of these teams?
5: <laughs> no, I'm, I mean it's it's, your, it's European football at the end of the day, so it's better than nothing, I guess. There's it, still an improvement. Last two seasons we came ninth. That's the way I'm looking at it. We've gone fifth this season. Yes, there has been an improvement. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to. You, I'm playing. I don't know Azerbaijan away, but um, no, I'm looking forward to it. Kazakhstan. <laughs>
3: Right, so <laughs> here's here's right, a couple of
5: team names for you
3: I want you to <laughs> say where they come from Okay, let's start with an easy one
6: on In February, Ro-
3: Who Royal was that, Antwerp?
6: Phil? That's Dutch team,
3: isn't it? I- I'm asking you, Jamie, is it? Is yeah, this- I think so Holland, isn't it? Royal
6: Antwerp Belgium. Oh no Belgium Belgium, Belgium. Belgium. yes mm. uh,
3: Come on, I-, I thought I'd start with the easy ones Galatasaray Belgium.
6: Turkey, Turkey.
3: Turkey. Yeah, Turkey, yeah, TSV Hartberg, is it?
6: <laughs> Netherlands, Holland, um, Austria. A... I'm guessing Germany.
3: Is it? <laughs> Spo- Sporting Braga,
6: That's Switzerland. Uh,
3: FK. That's Rostov. a Czech public, isn't it? SK FK Rostov. Rostov, Finland. Zoya, no way, no. Zora, I think. Zora, <laughs> Luth. I, I tell you what, lads. Good luck pronouncing some of these teams next year. <laughs> Luth, Luther's <laughs> I tell you what. I've looked through all the teams in the Europa League today. There's, there really is about six or seven who, who actually you think like AS Ro- Roma. Um, Ain't Nathalie there? No, yeah. I don't think. I think oh, no, Napoli were Champions League, but. Ah. Um, there's we really could go deep into that, like Wolves are still in it. If, if we were to have the right sort of squad, uh, Tom, we, we could go deep into Europe next season, which would be a great achievement. And I, going back to my question to Chris, I would sacrifice a bit of Premier League form to go to have a real gunner in Europe because it's something we've we've only done once before, yeah.
4: I mean, like you say, the, stru- the squad's got been dramatically to be improved. I said, I- do that.
6: Poll out on my. <laughs> carry on Chris. Uh, Tom
3: oh. I've lost Tom now <laughs> hello
4: there go, we on, go Tom, so clean out, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> the Scots got to improve dramatically if you want to fight on both fronts we saw that with Burnley you know it took the toll on them you know they're having to play that six games in the group stage or something like that five games it's uh, a lot different compared to Champions League uh the traveling going to be a lot further than we've did in the Champions League with some of the games as well. What's going to take the toll on the boys. Uh, it's it's a different situation. If we want to travel on the both front, you've got to bring some more players in, and it's not all about too much quality, but enough to be able to play at both levels. You know, well enough to keep the uh, rotation going, and it is going to be about rotation. Rogers can't expect this team to play a week in on a, what Thursday and a Sunday and a Thursday and a Sunday every week for six weeks. I know he likes to keep it very similar to the team. But that's where, if you're in Europe, you've got to change up a lot.
3: Let's go through before we finish. Then I want a, 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 a quick go round everybody and say if they think the glass was half full last season. Uh, to end this, uh, let's start with you, Locks. You pleased? You are pleased with last season or not?
7: Um, for the past few weeks, I've been really annoyed just because of how.
4: <laughs> Jamie, turn your hairdryer off, mate. Who's <laughs> <laughs> mowing? That's the lawn?
3: That's
6: mate. That's <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> sorry. I didn't turn my mic
3: outside.
6: off in time.
7: <laughs> Go on, Locks. Come back to me. Come back to
6: me. <laughs> he's gone. Go on, That's he's not one of the things he's got-
7: no, I'm alright, I'm alright. Um, yeah, no, I, I was I've been disappointed obviously. I think we all have, we've been disappointed at how much we've let that, let ourselves drop off. <laughs>
4: professional
7: Professional. Um, come yeah, on but um, bit, now the season's over There's not. we can't we can't change anything we've just got to accept what we've got uh, which is Europa League and we've got, we've got to push on and, and try and do one better next season so at the end of the season now it's over I'm, I'm happy
5: Josh how about you in a few words to be honest I'm quite I'm quite happy with it to be honest I think European football it's still European football at the end of the day so I'm quite happy um I'm going to come to you, Tom, after this. I'm going to, say, I'm going to
3: give you mine. I, I'm actually disappointed because I've tasted from the beautiful cup that is the Premier League trophy. And I know, I know that we're aiming really high. So after being in the Champions League all that season, and I really wanted to go to Wembley with Leicester League Cup final, I would have took fifth at the start of the season, but I am disappointed. Tom, over to you. Oh, sorry. Disappointed, simple as that. You know, we had a
4: great opportunity to get Champions League football. We had two great opportunities to get to Wembley Finals for me. Uh, your League Cup, mine was the FA Cup. I'd love to see the, the FA Cup being lifted by Leicester. It's the only cup we have not won in the you know in England. So we had a very good opportunity and we blew it when we had the chance against Chelsea. Uh you, you get a semi-final, then it's at anyone's game, especially a neutral venue. Uh where do I look next season? I'd take fifth again. i will be quite happy to finish fifth. And then I'd say, I want to cut final. I want a piece of silverware back at the football club for me. Phil, what are you laughing at?
3: I'm laughing <laughs> because somebody's just put it. James Hill has just put, Jamie, your pizza is here. Be quick. Um, Mark Charles says the same. Ross is saying, Jamie, put 50 cents in your lawnmower. You're getting hammered for this, Jamie. Um, i sort of am I bothered? Boll- no, Chris, let's quickly. Um, are you uh, disappointed or happy? Or a bit of both?
6: <sighs> bit of both. Obviously, disappointed. But, ha- I mean, I live in Bournemouth. They've just gone down after five years. So, you know, it, I remember those days. And it's the playoff leg today. I think Fulham are playing someone in the playoffs. We're not having to do that anymore. So, overall, fifth, we're in Europe. Yeah, I've got to be happy. Jamie? Um what oh, flavour
1: pizza did you get? <laughs> pepperoni it was, it was lovely. The missus is tucking into it now. now oh, but... To be honest, to be honest, on this season I'd have to go, my glass is half empty. We had a good start, bad finish. Uh, even though it's the fifth ever highest finish in the 134 year history, I think we let ourselves down by not getting to the Champions League by having that fourteen point gap on New Year's Day. So my glass is half empty. I'm afraid, unfortunately. Even though I'm halfway to Europe, oh, there's the no anyway, to so all I'm us. All right.
3: <laughs> You're halfway to Azerbaijan. Um, yeah, I'm nearly there. Um, quick, quick, literally one-word answers. Brendan Rogers, the man to take us onwards and upwards. Yes. Tom. <laughs>
4: Oh, just looking, Adam Alana has completed a three year deal to Brighton. So there's your first transfer target that's, going out the window. That's not, that's not the question he
1: asked you. <laughs> just saying.
4: But, well, no, of course, on, yes, yeah. of course yeah, but, you know, he's a target that we were going for? So, and considering that he'd played for Brendan at Liverpool, you know, it's another one of that little bit of quality that we talk about when you, you know, strengthen depths and we've lost him to someone who was fighting relegation. So, a bit disappointing that we, we haven't got that one over the line or even. Actually, I mean, according, even to Jeff,
1: according to Jeff Peters, we were not looking at him. Brendan Rogers has said we weren't looking at him.
4: There we
1: That's go. That's what Jeff Peters says. But
4: uh, for Brendan, yeah, he's about to take us forward. Uh, we've moved forward. Fifth place in the Premier League. I'm so, disappointed that still we're moving in the right directions. We're playing the football that you need to be playing if you want to be playing in Europe, this tippy-tappy. <laughs> it's a long
1: one-word answer, Tom.
3: Oh, I was just hey. thinking exactly that, teammate. The one-word answer from
6: Tom.
0: <laughs> hey, he's going this one. Chris. 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 Let's all have it's a, a disco,
3: party. <laughs> it's the end of the season party, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> Chris, I'll, it, I'll it just say, I think. Words.
6: <laughs> well, first of all, I think Adam and Alana's got family down on the South Coast. So I think that's possibly what drew him down here. Yeah. In one word regarding Brendan, yes, tears. of course. Yeah.
3: And, and Locks, are you having a yes, disco it, with Brendan it's Rogers it's like Tommy's still- or not?
6: Yeah, um I
7: already answered, the, yeah I know you're oh, sorry Josh I meant Josh. It's Josh. I meant Josh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, one word, yeah. Yeah. Jamie, just <laughs> yeah you, you can
3: have way.
5: more
3: than, you can have yes, it's like, all going
6: well. <laughs>
5: Jamie,
3: you, you can have more than one word because you're a lucky boy. Um if Brendan Rogers is the man to take us forward, and did things change a little bit when he signed his new contract? Oh, oh
1: why'd you ask me that question? Of course it bloody did. <laughs> I would say, as my one-word answer would be, yes-ish. I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) Yes-ish. Yeah, that's a word, isn't it? Yes-ish. And yes, things did change when he signed his new £4 million contract, five and a half year extension. Yes, things did change. Totally. Totally. And we went downhill. Like I said, we've only got 27 points in 23 games since he signed that new contract. It feels
3: like the end of school disco at the end of the year now. We're, we're losing the plus. What is in your can, Tom? Where is your hat, Tom? What's on your pizza, Jamie? Uh, why does why Chris sound like he's got a hoover in his background whenever he comes on here? There's all these important <laughs> questions, isn't there? Tom, um, Where's all the tourists going to come in? <laughs> <laughs> when are all the tourists coming back to Spain? <laughs> a little bud with a little coke. Um, listen, guys. Um, Chaser. Let, all in all, it's been a fantastic season. Uh, I want to thank all of you for coming on Leicester Fan TV and doing all your bits and bobs. I think everybody's really enjoyed it. Um, whether it's highs or lows, uh, winning a league, getting relegated, getting nearly to cup finals, getting into Europe, it, it's been a fantastic season for everybody. So thanks, Jamie, over in the Fox's arms.
1: One thing, Wednesday night with Tom. And I think you're joining this week, are not you, Phil?
4: the show,
2: though.
1: Oh, oh, sorry. Go on then, Tom. <laughs>
4: Wednesday night, join at half seven for the Fox's Tale. Thanks, Jamie. Uh, where we have Paul Reed on this week. <laughs> Reed, in. Oh,
3: Reed, in. In. Reed oh, in. in! oh, Billy Wade. Oh, Billy Wade. Thanks, Jamie, by the way. <laughs> Cheers, pal. Yes, Paul, Paul Reed. Uh, Chris, do you remember Paul Reed? <laughs> He's gone. How <laughs> <Until you're
6: laughs> dare you? Chris, Get out, Chris.
3: <laughs> um, Chris, thanks, thanks for joining us. I'm going to let you go. Your signal seems you to be mean? going
6: all over the place. Um, <laughs> I think that's just Not... Chris. Yeah, I yeah. Think so. thanks, <laughs> um, thanks for having me, guys. Have a good summer. We'll see you later. Thanks, thanks, thanks for Chris, Chris over, over at
3: Leicester <laughs> till I die. Make sure <laughs> you go and follow him. Uh, Locks and Josh.
6: Well, take care, guys. <laughs> Cheers, mate. <laughs> see you, Chris. <laughs>
3: He's gone. Um, Locks and Josh. Your- oh, yes, he is. Yeah. Yes, Lox and Josh, you're doing your Thursday night show. You're starting to look forward to summer transfers and what's going forward, I think. Is that right?
7: Yes, that's right. And thanks to Jamie. Uh, we'll have Ian Hume on uh, with us talking about the season and as well. Um, Owen from Radio Leicester again. So, yeah, it'll be a good one.
3: Pulling in all the big guns there. Thanks, Lox. Thanks, Josh. And once again, thanks to Jamie and to Tom. Enjoy the Fox's Tales, all the shows that we're going to do. We will be carrying on with content over the summer. There'll be lots of transfer window stuff to talk about. Tom's having a disco. Feel free to go to his disco shed any time of the week. Um, And I'm going to let you guys go while I just finish off with a few fans' comments. Um, Patrick is saying we're like the Waltons. Thanks for that. Lots and uh, Josh won't have the foggiest what you're on about. Um, Scott says bye. See you soon. Uh, Reese, thank you. Yeah, it's only for, its the end of season show. We can we can relax now a little bit. Uh, Zab saying thanks, lads. Well done. Um, Hume says mm. Ross Howard. Yes, indeed. He's coming on on Thursday. Um, uh, Scott says Jovic the Ox th- 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 Thurgen Hazard. I think that he's already talking about transfers for this season. Mark says great season, lads. Thanks from all of us. Keep the faith. Uh, you made a stream chairman. He certainly did. Um, Joss is having a disco. Hey, Josh, how are you doing
4: You
3: two, you can have a disco off. We've lost Jamie. Where's Jamie gone? Oh, He's gone back to the barn. Right, listen, lads, I'm going to let you go. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks, everybody, for all your comments, all your likes and shares. Don't forget, I have to do this. If you're following... If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe please. If you are watching over on uh, Facebook, uh, subscribe and like and share stuff. If you're on Twitter or Periscope, give us a retweet. And again, follow us at Leicester Fan TV, wherever you are. Thanks to all the guys who help us get the equipment, which is the guys, as you can see below. And um, thanks everybody for watching. Yeah, them. We'll see you all on Wednesday night in the Fox's Tale Show with Tom. Cheers, everybody. everybody the season's over thanks for watching please like and subscribe thanks for all your comments we really appreciate it from me phil leicester fan tv see you very very soon
0: away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the same goes for mcdonald's maximize your home ground advantage with mcdelivery order now on the mcdonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com